Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, the last day of March as uh, we get ready for April. Hey, we do have some earnings reports today, surprisingly, um, coming out. So that'll be some news. And we have a jobs number from ADP, uh, which uh, that'll be give us a lot to talk about today. So hang in there. Stay with us as we talk with Dave here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me remind you, there's only one thing that any of us can really and truly control within our portfolio, and that's the amount of risk. That's the only thing, one thing you can control, and that's the amount of risk you have in your portfolio. And the question I have for you is, do you know what your risk number is? Do you know how much risk is in your current portfolio? Experience tells me that probably not. Less than 10% of the folks I sit down with actually understand and know how much risk they have in their current portfolio. That's why we do our financial x-ray. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray. Looking forward to sitting down with you and help coach you into and through retirement. Stay tuned. Dave's up next. Looking forward to our conversation about jobs and a few earnings. 5.7, FM, Sting, the Polish, the boys and the band back together again. It's now 19 here before 9. Well, it was an interesting day on Wall Street yesterday. Interest rates are stabilizing and a bunch of stuff's going on. So that means uh, what could happen to your money today could be completely different from yesterday. Could be the same as yesterday. Let's try to get a reading on it and find out how your retirement funds are looking. Downtown Sebring, we go. Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler's on the line with us. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. It's, uh, hey, welcome to the last day of March, right? The last day of, it's hard to believe the quarter's over. We're, we're 25% through the year. Can you believe it? And uh, are you contemplating buying a Volkswagen? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was... all the cars are going to be Volkswagens before it's all over with, right? Uh, pretty much. Backstory, if anybody didn't hear it, Volkswagen announced yesterday that uh, they were going to change their name in the United States to Volkswagen in observance of the increase in electric vehicles. It was a real auspicious-looking release, including pictures of the new logo and everything, and uh, the financial press took it deadly seriously. And I, I said earlier, I thought it was CBS. No, I think I was watching NBC's network news last night, but they had a straight talk piece on it that Volkswagen was going to change its name in the United States to Volkswagen. And at the end of the day, Volkswagen says, ha ha, April fools. And the mainstream press is not very happy with those humorless Germans, are they? I, I don't understand. I mean, you know, you, if you, you got to do an April fools before April fools, because otherwise they, they know it's coming. <laughs> yep. And this particular <laughs> time, one major corporation really got a bunch of serious and uh, probably self-important uh, press geeks to uh, really take the beat, and they're less than impressed with having gotten got. I got kind of a bang out of it. On serious stuff, we got our first reading on uh, the unemployment situation, and uh, while it might have been a little bit of a miss, it was a big improvement over last month. ADP's private sector employment, best in six months, 517,000 private sector jobs added last month. A little bit less than the experts were expected, but boy, what an improvement over last month, huh? A huge improvement over last month. And it wasn't, I mean, from my numbers, it wasn't too far off either. I mean, we had 525,000 was the number that MarketWatch was looking for. I know you had a little higher number, but, but still, 
it's more importantly to look at what the increase was over last month. And last month, new jobs was 117,000. So you compare that to 517,000, that's a huge increase. And a lot of it is coming from uh, the entertainment, uh, you know, restaurants, that area, leisure, entertainment, that, that area is the one that had the biggest increase in jobs. Absolutely. Yeah. As we start reopening, we're starting to get some new jobs coming back again, and it's good news. Yeah. But you know, when you go 525 to 517, you got to say it's a little bit of a miss. But boy, when you increase by a margin of three and a half to one over the prior month, who the heck cares what people expect? It's going in the right direction. Absolutely going in the right direction. And if we can continue to follow through, uh, which I believe that when, it, especially those um, specific areas, leisure travel, that area, is going to be booming as more and more people get vaccinated um, and opening up. We're going to see more and more people um, taking uh, trips, doing time at resorts and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. By the way, sidebar to that increased activity, Pfizer announces this morning that they've uh, done their uh, mass testing on their vaccine on kids and it works even better on young kids than it does on young adults. And that's really good news to hear. That is good news. And so that's uh, that's an area that uh, nobody really knew what the results were going to be. But uh, good for Pfizer. They've taken the initiative to try to get those numbers out there. And uh, I'm sure they're kind of still in the back burner until they get everybody else vaccinated. Then they'll they'll focus on those uh, younger kids and teens. Understood. Yeah, we're at 40 and above. What For anybody that hasn't, been, that hasn't been following it carefully, we're allowing adults over 40 this week to get vaccinated starting on Easter Monday. Next Monday, everybody over 18 is welcome at the county and state-supported sites in Florida. So we're moving a little bit ahead faster than the rest of the country is in terms of moving the uh, age cutoff down, and that's good news for Florida. As sensitive as we are to visitors, the more of us get vaccinated, the better for our our tourist industry. Absolutely. Yeah. And so hopefully that will continue um, going forward. And the other thing I want to talk about just to, for just a second, just to mention, because it's not, it's, it's only just a balloon floating around right now. And mm-hmm. that's uh, Biden's infrastructure plan. It's a $2 trillion plan, Dave. And, um, you know, the question is, how is he going to fund it? He's going to fund it by increasing corporate taxes from 21% to 28%. And that doesn't sound like a big increase. But Dave, let me ask you this. Who's really going to pay that tax? Well, the Paul Harvey answer always used to be, and he was right on that, is corporations don't pay taxes, they collect taxes. So that pretty much is, uh, let's add a few bucks onto the price of what we buy, right? Absolutely. And so I think that so many people don't realize that, is that corporations, businesses, they don't pay taxes you know, they do collect them and they send them on, but the stockholders expect to make a certain rate of return. And whether that means they have to increase prices or not uh, to absorb that tax increase or to increase minimum wage, whatever that is, uh, it's you and I that are going to pay that, uh, that tax down the road in higher prices. Absolutely. We've been making a kind of a boogeyman on politics for a long, long time, those quote unquote greedy corporations. But Actually, when you consider the fact that even your savings account is sometimes driven by some equities investment on behalf of the holding company for your bank, I'm sorry, we're all those greedy stockholders directly or indirectly. 
No, absolutely. You know, I mean, anybody that has a 401k, you're a stockholder. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, they, they forget that, that that is what, what propels the value in their 401ks. And so um, if, uh, if uh, prices go up, taxes go up, well, the, the corporation is going to pass that on to you and me, the consumer. Absolutely. That's a little bit more than tidbit level that's supposed to be coming out over the next couple of days in terms of what Biden has in mind. And at least according to one of my sources, Barron's is saying this morning, that's the reason that our markets are really not making much of a move today, because they're kind of waiting to see what the Biden administration is going to propose. Because, well, if you propose a big increase in the uh, corporate income tax, whole bunch of investments and equities are going to shift to companies that don't look to be paying a lot of income tax. Well, that, that's true. And it, it always takes a little while to get pricing increased to, to figure out what the full effect of it's going to be. So um, corporations will probably take a hit for a little while until they get that figured out. And that's true. Now, that could be good, could be bad. Every every economic move, I've always said, every economic move has winners and losers. We've been watching it on the NASDAQ correction, for lack of a better term, uh, as, it move, as we move investments in the uh, hedge funds from high flyers and the debt-sensitive ones more into blue chips and less debt-driven equities. Every change has winners and losers. But an increase in the uh, income tax rate on corporations in the United States is going to change some investment decisions in the hedge funds and the big money guys and well that affects the decisions we need to make in our own retirement funds too absolutely uh, you're so right and you know we have to look at economic circumstances political circumstances all those things are going to play into uh retirement accounts 401ks you know and your retirement going forward what tax bracket are you going to end up in when you retire Absolutely. As we look ahead, a little later on today, another thing that may drive the market is we're expecting a report on pending home sales. That's not going to be coming out for a couple of hours. But once again, a major part of the economy that's looking to try to recover, that could make a move on today's equities as well, couldn't it? It absolutely could. Um, you know, as we've seen mortgage rates increase a little bit over the last um, couple of weeks, uh, that could definitely have an impact on housing. Expectation is it's supposed to drop by 2.6%, and I'm going to assume a good chunk of that expected drop is going to be based upon the mortgage rates. I would think so. Plus, I mean, the other part of it, too, Dave, is just um, lack of inventory. You know, that's, uh, that's an issue, too. Oh, yeah, I got real estate friends that are saying they put something on the market and 24 hours later it's gone. That's good for them. But for the house buyer, that gets kind of hard to do your shopping, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. It's good for the seller, good for the real estate folks, but not really good for the buyer. Understood. Hey, there's a couple of reports that you got out this morning with some companies that we're going to be trading on today. What have we got in terms of indications so far this morning? We do, Dave, and I was kind of surprised when I opened up my my news feed to kind of see what that was. And, and there's several uh, companies that are still reporting. So the first one I want to talk about is a pet company, Chewy. They're mm. an online retailer doing pet products and that kind of stuff. They, uh, they really had a surprise quarter. Uh, they came in and earned a profit of five cents a share versus the expectations. They were supposed to lose 10 cents a share. So I mean, that's a 15% differential there, or 15 cent differential there. So good thing there. Um, revenue beat also. Um, net sales surged like 40, 47% from a year ago, same quarter. Um, so they've continued to benefit from COVID because people are ordering online instead of going and picking it up. And so they, uh, 
a nice increase for them today. They're probably not on your big winners list yet, but they're up 16.5% this morning, Dave. Cool. And my cat says you're welcome because she gets older. <laughs> Can't buy her food in the local stores. I've had to go to Chewy, so she's a regular customer these days. There we go. Hey, BlackBerry, that's kind of the dinosaur of uh, communication software companies. Um, they, uh, their, their quarterly profits, or, well, their quarterly results weren't, weren't much to talk about. They really matched the expectation of three cents a share. However, their revenue came in short. And they're not traded here. In the, I mean, they're, you can buy them, but they're traded on the, US, on the Toronto Stock Exchange. So there's, no, uh, there's nobody, any action on them yet this morning. Um, and then uh, we've got a couple other ones that uh, folks will recognize. Walgreens. Let's, I was going to say, let's do two more. You picked a All good. Right. I was the same. All right. So Walgreens, um, they uh, they beat by uh, a, a good margin. Came in at $1.40 a share. Uh, they also raised their full-year guidance. Um, so they've, uh, they've done a lot uh, going forward. So they're up about 2.5% this morning. And let's leave you with, um, well, let's let's look at um, Lululemon. Um, and I know that's not how you say it, but that's the way I always say it. Um, so they uh, they beat on top and bottom line, the athletic apparel company. They, they beat by nine cents a share, came in at like $2.58. Revenue ahead of forecast also. Um, brick and mortar stores, not so good. Their uh, same store sales were down 28% but that was pretty much all offset by their digital sales surge. So um, they're trading down this morning about 2.4%. Um, still, it's a high price stock, though. It's expected to open up about $310 a share this morning. Holy crud. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, didn't expect them to be that big a per share price. She sat in the table for the morning. It was an off day yesterday on Wall Street. Not catastrophic. The Dow was off 104 points, which ain't good news. Standard & Poor's was off by 12 and a half, and the NASDAQ kind of leveled off. They were only down by 14 and a quarter yesterday. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, do you see any trends so far, Philip? Dave, you know, we have seen an about-face for most everything this morning. As I started to watch the markets about 4.30 this morning, um, it was all red, and, and it was drastically red, too. So what's it changed to? Well, we got the Dow is still red, but just a tinge, like down $12. I mean, you know, you, you blink an eye, that'll change in a heartbeat. So uh, then we've got the S&P 500 up two-tenths of a percent. That's almost $8 uh, up there. And then the NASDAQ having a really good bounce back, it looks like, up three-quarters of a percent this morning. Um, up $90. So, so good things happening there. Then we look at the commodities front. Uh, silver is still trading down to about a quarter of a percent, but gold's up uh, a little less than a tenth of a percent. Not much there. Crude oil, though, down a half a percent this morning, Dave, down to $60.27. It's trying to get below 60 and I'd be happy if it just stayed in a trading range, never seeing 61 again. Uh, over, overseas markets, by and large, I'm looking at a very tiny amount of red ink pretty much worldwide. Asian rim markets were off by a little at the close this morning. Europe is a bit mixed. Germany and France are slightly above the zero mark. Great Britain is slightly below it. No great trend midway through their day. Philip, stability counts for a lot. And like we said, political events can affect stocks and make your retirement decisions different than they might be just just a week ago. How do I get a hold of you to get that guidance? 
You know, there's only one thing that folks can control in their portfolio and their investments, and that's how much risk they have in the portfolio. So many people I sit down with don't understand or don't realize how much risk they have in the portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 and let us help walk you through our financial risk x-ray. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 7.30. And back here again tomorrow morning, one more time for the week. Philip, thank you so much, and we'll see you then, all right? All right, man, you have a great day. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. From the pitch. Again, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today as uh, we're halfway through the week, the end of the first quarter, though, today. So it would be nice to finish the quarter on a positive note, end it up this morning. We'll see how that turns out when we talk to you again tomorrow morning. Take care. Until tomorrow. Bye now.